the way. We wanted men. Episode 134 of the Smugglers Galaxy Podcast. This is a very special episode as Chase and I are driving back from our second day of Toylana. It's Saturday. And uh, yeah, we got one more day. It's been kind of exhausting. Jason's ready to go home and sleep. I'm uh, ready to do it again because uh, it's a fun show. Uh, Jason, how you doing? I'm doing well. <laughs> I'm sleeping, you're ready to party. Yeah, it's always a party at Toylana. We were out till uh, about 11, well, we were out till 11.30 last night, which is the time we got home. We left uh, Narayan's house about 10.30, had a little get-together, had a couple of the Kenner guys show up, and it was it was a fun fun time. Um, yeah, Tim Effler, Tom Osborne came over, and they were just kind of like, I remember making that, I remember that, I remember that, so yeah. it was really cool to see them walk around, and then Tim told the story, we started talking about Indiana Jones, and he was kind of like... I can't believe they're doing that again because the first time it kind of crashed and burned. The second time in the uh, Crystal Skull days, it didn't do so well. But, you know, despite all that, maybe third time's the charm. They're bringing it back. So You know, and I've kind of thought that about that line because I didn't think it was a very successful line uh, 30, 40 years ago. So maybe, but, you know, maybe everybody's down with nostalgia and they, uh, you know, are ready for it. Maybe it'll do good. You know, hey. Hasbro's done worse things, so why not? And then he started to tell us his idea for what Crystal Skull should have been. Uh, he's like, I don't think we should have, they should have used the commies, because the Nazis are the epitome of evil, and so they should have more. They should have had more Nazis. And there was a movie that he referenced. I think it's called The Monument Men, directed by George Clooney and starring George Clooney about um, people, the United States soldiers went in to try to preserve as much of that art as possible that the Nazis stole. They thought that'd be perfect for Indiana Jones to go in there and fight the Nazis and try to preserve the art and uh, try to prevent the Nazis from getting the Ark of the Covenant. And so it was a really cool idea and it was just cool to hear a toy uh, designer, toy director kind of pitch that idea. Yeah, it's always fun hanging out with those guys, uh, just hearing their stories. And then they did a panel today uh, and they did actually Tim did two panels one was like his days at Star Wars and today was and then the second one was like stuff that was unproduced that they tried uh, tried to get stuff done but then it just sort of tried to get stuff do stuff but it never came out and then it just turned out to be a uh, basically just a round table of because uh, they had um, yes. two Rick, other guys uh, Rick um, the gentleman with uh, Bill and Ted was it Rick thought so uh um, tim effler tom osborne and doug miller all rick watkins maybe yes rick rock rick uh all who worked at kenner at different times working on different lines and uh they were telling stories about uh, what it was like things that they wanted to do they said that kenner was known for being the ip uh toy designer so if you had an intellectual property you would go to kenner for them to do that 
Buchanan wanted what Hasbro and Mattel had, which was their own intellectual property that they didn't need to license and pay people for to use. Um, so that's why they tried to get like mask. That's why they made masks and Tyrions, uh, things like that. Uh, it was just interesting. And then you had pointed this out, and I don't know if it would have clicked if you hadn't said this, but during Tim's first panel, he was talking about when it came towards the end of Return of the Jedi, they needed people to be interested in the line. They needed to add some value to the action figures. So he had pitched ideas of maybe little mini droids that can go with the action figures, um, possibly environmental stands, stands that you can put your action figures on, reasons to buy it again. Uh, the coins were part of that, and much to his surprise, his surprise when he made the pitch, the coins were the thing that actually got approved by uh, the department head. So um, he was surprised by that, and you leaned over and said repaints, because that's exactly what they're doing now. They're not adding any value they're just throwing new paint on action figures and saying here's something new and it's like no it's not new <laughs> um but it's just interesting that kenner was very clued in on we need to add value we need to add more we need to give them reasons to buy this right and now they're just repainting it tim also shared a story he had his daughter had a, a playhouse a tree house and <laughs> wow that sucks that's a brand new truck that just had a rear-ended something but uh anyway his his daughter had a tree house and they used the coins to uh they nailed it into the tree for decorations so i'm sure there were some valuable coins on that tree when they moved out yeah i mean it was worthless at the time right but now it's worth hundreds of dollars per coin so depending on the coin too yeah. look bumble knows you're exhausted by dating all the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Uh, so, um, yeah, what were your thoughts on Toylana? It was a new, uh, new hotel this year. I thought... It was. It felt laid out the same as the old one, as in it was really. It wasn't as. Uh, it was really cavernous. Is the wrong. Is not the right term, but there was just. You turn a corner and there's more stuff, and, and you're like, oh man, it's back. Back in this, tucked back in this room is more stuff, or tucked back in another corner is more stuff, and uh, it just wasn't. Uh, the signage wasn't as good as it should have been, so there were some rooms. I think some people may have missed out on some rooms. Yeah. Um, but it felt better, at least... Well, I don't know. I don't want to say it felt better, but it felt great until we went to get lunch, and it took us like two hours to get lunch. Because that was it, the worst, because it seemed like everybody's first day on the job. Yeah. No one knew what they were doing. People were walking in and out from the kitchen, not holding anything. It's like, what are you, what are you doing? Why do you look so busy? Because you're not actually busy. Right. And uh, we, we won't be eating lunch there tomorrow, if we even have time for lunch, because it's only from like 11 to 4. So maybe it's a big breakfast kind of day and then uh, early uh, dinner. They, they stuck the Georgia Alliance of Star Wars Collectors in a hallway, in a windowed hallway, so it's very, very hot. Our table was right next to originally Tim Effler's, which would have been cool, but if Tim's sitting there doing signings, he can't, because of fire code, he can't move his table out from the window. Uh, so they moved him, but it just, little things like that just adds to the disruption of of uh, what's going on, and I don't know, I know more than I probably should, so I'm going <laughs> to bite my lip. Yeah, but it was a fine show. Um... The thing that I really struggle with is 
So there used to be Jolanta, which turned into Toylanta. Um, Jolanta used to be specifically about G.I. Joe's, is my understanding. And uh, they wanted to open this up to more toys, so they created Toylanta. But then the Joe people got mad, so they decided to split Joylanta with Toylanta so the Joe guys can go to their Joe Fest, Jolanta, and us Star Wars guys, and Rock Lords guys, and Transformer guys, you know, name your guy that's not G.I. Joe, they can go to Toylanta. But now you walk into that main room and it's a lot of G.I. Joes and it's like, why do they have two conventions now? What What is going on? And then you go to the X-Wing room, right? Um, which is supposed to be the wing of the, the hotel. They call it the X-Wing. It, it's kind of weak on, on Star Wars. I mean, you've got Atlanta Vintage Toys who has a pretty big selection of Star Wars. Nerd U had a bunch of Star Wars, but all the other guys, it was just like here's and and here's some Star Wars. Right. In their booth. Uh, it wasn't as Star Wars heavy as it should have been, but I've seen more Star Wars. I saw more Star Wars there than I have in the past. Uh, you know, they had they had a lot of I thought good deals on men on cards. They had a lot of men on card like Return of the Jedi stuff for about a hundred bucks. Yeah. Uh, the even the Empire stuff was roaming around two hundred, which. Uh, I thought was good deals. Uh, they had a guy with a bucket full of, uh, jerk. yeah, some guy in a motorcycle split lanes. But uh, like he was he, like a foot from my back when he pulled out. Anyways, but he had a, a bunch of beaters for like six bucks. Uh, so that was kind of cool to dig through some beaters. To I saw see what Lewis, Lewis going through there. Yeah, I'm sure we're gonna get new customs from him. Yeah, I'm sure he will. You, you guys did the uh, running of the hoods. How was yeah. that? It was better received this time than last year. Uh, people seemed to enjoy it. They were smiling and laughing. There was one guy at the end who was just like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. Uh, have you seen Empire Strikes Back? Yeah. Well, this is a character from Empire Strikes Back. Oh, I'm a Joe guy. And I told him, that's all right, we still love you. Right. Nobody's perfect. Yeah, 501st are there. They had a huge room, which, but they also used every inch of that room because yeah. uh, they had a bunch of their backdrops and stuff. And that was cool seeing them and talking to them. Uh, you know, they had the Mercs. They had the Mercs, the 501st, the Rebel Legion, so they had a good uh, representation. It was really good. Yeah, which is always cool seeing. Uh, it, nothing brings a smile to your face like seeing some Mercs and some Stormtroopers and stuff. Uh, so that, that was cool. Uh, I, I thought they had a good selection of, of toys. Uh, you know, a lot of modern stuff, a lot of... Well, actually, it wasn't that much. It didn't feel like Target exploded no. uh, like it did in years past. So it was. I think it. I'd say it was ninety percent vintage this year. Um, I saw one action fleet. So there's no micro machines, no Star Wars micro machines, and uh, very little Star Wars action fleet. There's no micro galaxy squadron. A lot of black series, a lot of vintage collection, but that stuff was just sitting there. Yeah, they had a Thrawn. Uh, Archive Thrawn, I saw for 20 bucks, which, oh, excuse me, this has been a long weekend. Um, if you were going to get into it, $20 was a, was a hell of a price point uh, for that figure. Yeah, I thought about grabbing that to customize them. Yeah. But uh, what else? Uh, they had the uh, Mythic Legion 4 Horsemen. So that is it, the draw of the show that yeah. everybody's going crazy for Mythic Legions. I really appreciate what they have done with their action figure line with all the mythical fantastical looking characters all a lot of them inspired by masters of the universe and you look at these things and you just why can't hasbro do that with star wars it's exciting it's it's new it's 
well sculpted. I think the price point is, you know, like 40 bucks for a basic figure. But it's 30 for a basic, 40 for a little bit better. And like the deluxe is 50. And then they have like the horse, like a horse is like 50. And then like they have a centaur, I think that was in the 60 or $70 range. But you feel the value as you're holding these figures. It's not like Cobb Vanth where it's like, well, we just had a couple more paint applications and now it's a deluxe figure. Right. You're paying. No, yeah, it no. looks like a deluxe figure. Oh, I... Like I can't. Well, I, I actually popped my uh, Mythic Legion cherry this weekend and uh, blew my load or blew my my PG, uh, PG, PG my cherry. Car. I'm in Jason's car, but uh, I, my budget was blown on uh, <laughs> Mythic Legion stuff. Uh, I think I picked up either four or five figures, and I'm pretty excited to get them, uh, get them home, open them up, and, and see what all they have because they all have. Uh, you know, they've, they've got pauldrons you can add to them, alternative sculpt, alternative heads, uh, a couple of different weapons. I don't think they have the hands, but, you know, like normally on a, on a normal figure, when the, it's hard to get everything to turn right, but everything's turning right, the articulation's right, the paint application's beautiful, uh, you know, they stand on their own, you know, and just little things like them standing on their own without you having to really work it. And you can do a really awesome pose with them and they still hold, they still hold their stance. I was, I was insanely impressed, uh, with those figures. Uh, and, and like the four horsemen guy, I don't remember their names. The, one, the guy who runs their Facebook group, I, I want to say his name's Warren or Wade or something. Starts with a W. I suck with names. And, uh, you know, he was awesome. He, we spent about an hour uh, talking. And, you know, they've got, like, the, the owner of the company's there selling toys. What other toy company is going to have the owner and the CEO and, like, the, the, the main guys there selling toys? There's not, there's not one. And it's a labor of love, and you can feel the love in the toy. You feel the love for all the fans. And I have to say that I'm very impressed with Mythic Legions. And when I was at PowerCon back in August... Seeing the people line up and, and thinking to myself that all these people are coming into the con, and they just kind of divert, make a left, and they go straight to Mythic Legions. It's like, wow, there's something special there. Yeah, well, what what they do is, the like, Mythic Legions will, I guess they have a warehouse full of stuff, so they bring stuff out that you normally can't find, uh, you know, that's not available online. It may have been sold out. And what's awesome is, is like, on the, pre, the, the people, the VIPs and stuff, you can preview, you can look, you can talk to them all you want, but they're like, we have a line of people outside waiting for, you know, till 10 o'clock to get in here, and I'm not selling anything to you. You, you can go, you're welcome, more than welcome to go wait in the line. They will talk all you want, but you're not buying anything until either you, you got two options. You either get in line or you wait for the line to dissipate, and then you can buy something. So I, I've got to give them props for that. Uh, you know, it, it is. As a, you know, being able to get in there early, it, it sucks, but I got to give them mad props for it because they're, they're putting their fans first. For, and, uh, you know, I know throughout the day they put out a couple of extra figures and, you know, but they'll have like a case of figures with that's 24 and they're like this figure, you know, in each day they're bringing out a different case. So it gives people a reason. So like Friday night they had a certain number of, t of things that they were going to sell on Friday night. And then once they were gone for Friday night, they weren't going to sell anymore. And then this morning they brought out more. And then like in the middle of the day, I think after their panel, they brought out three or four, four or five extra figures. And then like tomorrow morning, they're going to bring out more figures. Uh, so it, it I, I got to give them props. And uh, they actually have a cosmic line coming out. Cause I was talking to the guy and I'm like, nothing was really catching my eye until I 
made a made one purchase and then the the dam was broken and uh, and then I'm, he's like what are you into I'm like I'm into Star Wars he goes well we have this line over here and it's all their uh, space line space figures cosmic with legions. cosmic legions and I'm just like oh my god where are these and they're like ah they'll be out and you know they're they're just now shipping or getting ready to ship and I'm like son of a biscuit eater I want these figures this is where I want to spend my money um, but I'm in the He-Man too so I was able to you know they had some really cool they had like a skeleton that I got and then they had a, a battle cat figure which was like a male battle you know battle cat uh, which was awesome I got that one this morning and then they had a, like a bull head and then they had a, a, a Hordor uh, whatever they had a figure based on that so I picked up some that are based on He-Man and then just some cool looking badass figures that uh, I can't wait to to play with tonight when I get home uh, and, and then like I said I think they're the posability and the, the playability and those are, on those are, are pretty awesome because I know with the He-Man stuff I got you're posing them and you've got to be real careful because they fall real easy these don't seem like they'll do that they, they seem like they're really going to hold their pose. And uh, they had one figure that the guy's like, you need to hold this. And it probably weighs two pounds. And he's like, this is a $60 figure when it was released. And you're just like, how are you guys releasing this figure for $60? I, I mean, it it was a 6-inch figure. And it was probably another 6 inches in circumference. Or something stupid like that. I mean, it was just huge. And it's $60. So, I mean... Mythic Legions, you four horsemen, you guys are, are I think you're you're gonna kill. They, you know, if you hadn't seen them, you got to look into them because I really think it's that's where the toy business is going. Um, and you do see there's a lot more. There's some more like start up companies that are doing what they're doing that are just direct selling their stuff, uh, doing uh, GoFundMe crowdfunded things, and they just they don't look as good. I've seen them. They had a couple of, um, I think Pixel Dan had one company that he was showing, and I just I wasn't happy with it. Uh, our buddy, um, shoot, guy with the book, Ray, uh, Rick, Rich, 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 with the book, he showed me one that's like based off of uh, prototypes from uh, some of the the He-Man stuff, and that looked incredible. They had some of the some of those figures looked really good. Uh, so I may I have to check that line out when it comes. But I'm just right now I'm at the point if I want to continue collecting, I have to find another itch to scratch. And uh, I think it might be Mythic Legions because it, it is it's it's an expensive product, but it is a good looking product. Uh, so check definitely check them out, and they're cool guys. Um, we set up the booth this morning. We put out the coasters. I put about half of them out today. Uh, and those went well and then we put about half of the posters out um and i was kind of touched because you know we put the posters out and people line up and i see some kid grab it and he's just like wow this is free and i was just like that's a nice compliment so that meant a lot last night i picked up i've been getting into the titanium series i don't know why i missed out they are micro machines they're titanium so they're metal um i started to pick up some green tags and prototypes from that line so getting the production items and then after Tim Effler's first meeting today uh, we went back to his table because he made a special print that he's selling so he he drew something uh, a kid playing with uh, C-3PO and then Tom Osborne played uh, recreated his his drawing of the AT-AT or the AT-AT or whatever you want to call it the Imperial Walker and on the table was a brand guide a style guide for the Rocketeer which uh, 
you know, my eyes perked up and I started flipping through it and it was a pitch from Disney to different companies. This is what we want to do for apparel. This is what we want to do for action figures. Um, and I just, I couldn't put it down and I picked that up, especially because it was from Kenner. So at one point, Disney pitched Kenner, you know, do you want to make action figures for this line? And I asked Tom, why didn't you move forward? He, he can't remember anymore, but during the panel, they just talked about how Disney was so difficult to work with. So it's really not a surprise. And The Rocketeer didn't do well. It's more of a cult hit now, but it didn't do well in the theater. So I don't care. I, I love the piece. It's pretty special to me. So Yeah, he was saying that Disney was is one of those companies that'll pick something and, and nitpick it like the first go around because they I guess they're Disney. They're big enough to be able to do that. Um, I was helping Rich throughout the day uh, yesterday on Friday when we were setting up. Um, some guy came by and he's like, I'm thinking about selling all my Black Series to start with the Vintage Collection. And we both warned him, dude, you're not going to... Don't expect retail for that stuff. It's all going to go below. And he's just like, ah. he's just not He's not uh, 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 excited about that line anymore. And, and maybe it's just more, again, confirmation bias. But it seems to be the thing that you know, Hasbro really screwed up with the Black Series. Yeah. What else? Did you pick anything else up? That's it for now. Yeah, I... Um... I was able to get a geeky tiki uh, ad at the ad at the big ad at like a forty ounce geeky tiki uh, mug, which uh, I got a heck of a deal on that. Uh, it's loaded up with yeah. Uh, beer. Yeah, probably forty ounces of beer. Forty ounces of beer, but then you got to drink it with a straw, and beer through a straw is not really good. Uh, and what I you know, just a bunch of Mythic Legions. I think that's all I bought. Uh, yeah, they had the guy with some Bill and Ted stuff, but I already had it all. But he had killer prices, and I, you know, I told him I said if I didn't have it, if I did, if I needed it, I'd have picked them all up because he had a good price. Uh, I think I made a pretty decent contact for some Bill and Ted pre-production stuff, but we'll see what happens. And uh, that's about it. It's uh, I, I was really disappointed. Like Jason said, I thought it would be. I didn't think I'd see any GI Joes, and you walk in the main room, and it was a quarter GI Joe. They had the, the you walk, you look to the right. It was set up just like last year, where you look to the right, and the num the main guys are all GI Joe guys. The main booths are all GI Joe, and it just it felt really bad. I, I did like I, I'd say more than half the room was GI Joe, uh, and it just it, it did not look good on on them because they'd split the shows up. And I know when Joe Lana came around they were like oh you got to have a bunch of gi joe stuff and then apparently a lot of people who went some of the vendors that went that didn't do gi joe did really well um but you know i guess we'll see what happens uh i still like this show because it's a hometown show and it's something i've been going to for 10 11 years and it's just it's a fun weekend uh so i i really hope this show continues uh and we'll see what happens. I mean, but there is a there's a bunch of more toy shows and toy swaps and stuff that's happening in Atlanta. So, like the been, Georgia Alliance of Star Wars Collection toy show on May 13th. <laughs> that's second chance toys and collectibles. Yeah, in Marietta, Georgia. Come on by. So it, uh, we got a raffle for Cho. I got some stuff from the raffle uh, from uh, AVT Atlanta Vintage Toys today. So I, I want to thank them for that. Thank you. Thank yeah. You to, uh, Barry, Barry dropped off some stuff. Oh. Barry picked up the uh, um, Ahsoka A-Wing, not the Ahsoka A-Wing, excuse me, Hera A-Wing, uh, Micro Galaxy Squadron at his, his one of his shops in Mississippi, and he bought that, and he brought it to me, and I paid him back for that, so that's another thing I picked up this weekend. 
Uh, I'm waiting for some stuff to get here. I got something coming from Japan and something coming from Cincinnati. So I picked up a paint sample, a paint chip uh, off of somebody in Cincinnati. And it's hot pink, so I'm thinking it'll match my Bill, with my Bill & Ted run. Uh, it looks like it is, it's a match, but I'll be able to tell when I get it and can compare it, you know, right up next to the Bill and Ted stuff. So uh, that'll be kind of cool to get. I'm just having a paint chip uh, in my collection or paint. Uh, yeah, I guess it's a paint chip is what you would call it. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, a good time seeing everyone. That's the first time I've actually hung out with Matt and Darren in person from Nerd U. Yeah, and, those guys are great. Uh, hanging with Rich at the booth and Jordan and Richard, um, Tony, uh, Jerry, seeing Jerry, it's always cool because he's moved away, so yeah. we only see him in special occasions. Exactly, yeah. He Hanging would... with Narayan and going to his place for that GASWC party. Yeah. Um, Susan, Lewis, Lewis doing the run with us. It was cool that it was just not Narayan and I. There was more of a, there was a trio now, not just the two dudes. Right, you know what sucks is right after I would asked you about the orange shirt, I walked into Walmart at Walmart and they had orange shirts for on sale and I, for like five bucks and I was like, should I do it and just do the run? But I, I didn't. And I wish I kind of would have just to do the run at Toylana because, you know, I'm not going to Celebration uh, this year and it's going to be 25 before the next one. So uh, I didn't want to spend a whole bunch of money on a on a uh, jumpsuit. But. The future is bright for the Georgia Alliance of Star Wars Collectors. If you're not a member, be a member. We've got some cool things in the works. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a pretty cool uh, upcoming slate of events yeah i'm looking forward to it uh what you uh how much we're almost to your house we can cover more tomorrow okay well or whatever because then we got like mandalorian talk unless you want to talk about just do mandalorian in a couple of weeks because you're out of town next you guys week. can talk about it next week oh so so do you want to record tomorrow because if so then well yeah. our we well, can wrap well, it up now or we can talk yeah tomorrow. let's just wrap it up now and then if we want to talk tomorrow we'll talk tomorrow too okay just edit this out yeah uh so next week i won't be here i'm going to myrtle deep beach with my family or part of my family some of it's staying here um so jordan's gonna sit in you guys can talk about whatever you can talk about toyland or the, the mandalorian or whatever we may do a four horsemen show maybe. that may be fun too get that because he's been collecting those for a minute maybe that um, may be fun to talk about with them i guess it'd be smugglers fair <laughs> the smugglers mutineers something like that yeah because he's on a podcast called the mickey mutineers we've never plugged his podcast we always plug his uh youtube channel but uh mickey mutineers if you guys are into disney stuff uh it's a definitely a i i, I use the term lovingly a low brow disney uh podcast but in a good way yeah yeah so if you if you like cursing and disney that's the podcast to listen to drinking and drinking yeah they it's three guys and they talk about disney and just they give their honest opinion about it and it's, it's a good little podcast well in case this is the end thank you for listening to the smugglers galaxy podcast if you could please leave a like and a five-star review of the show anywhere you listen if it's allowed it really helps us out and it helps people find our show you can find us on facebook instagram twitter and youtube our email address is smugglersgalaxy at gmail.com feel free to message us we always love to make you part of the show and uh, we love hearing from you um, I just lost it. <laughs> I'm doing this by memory because Levi Waterhouse for the thank you, yeah, Levi. Thank you do it. Thank you to Levi Waterhouse for the Smugglers Galaxy music. I saw your dad. Actually, I saw you today too because you walked right by and I saw uh, John. I saw his dad at uh, 
Toylana today. Well, it's nice to see John for a minute. And to uh, Alfonso Riviera, yeah. right? Yeah, I got it right. Alfonso Riviera for the <laughs> Smugglers Galaxy logo. Hasbro, re-release, VC66. Or, hey, the Four Horsemen, do a version of, of uh, Salacious like Scrum. Scrum. That, you know, Jason, yeah. you could pop Jason's cherry, so he'd love that. Uh... Pass on what you've learned. Vote with your wallet. Vote with your wallet. Pass on what you've learned. Be a positive force. Forces the collecting galaxy. Let's see how flat my tire is. It's not. It's not. Awesome. This is the way.